The early bird may get the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. What are you trying to say there, Jono? Be lazy and let someone else do all the work. Fair enough. Yeah. guys, welcome to the podcast. We're doing English today. Congratulations, Jono. Yeah. So the first topic we're going to be covering is what we actually cover in English, the content of English and the sort of skills that we learn in English. Jono, take it away. Okay, so first of all, let's start off with the positives, right? We've got, it may not be fun while we do it, but Essay writing and orals, they're pretty useful. Yeah, particularly, like, learning how to write a good speech is something yeah. that's very good. And then learning how to deliver the speech well. Yeah, public speaking and stuff. You always, yeah, that's always going to be good. And while essay writing, I agree, is definitely not fun, it is something, well, certain certain types of essays uh, would be def- definitely would be useful to know you how to write well. You will need to write yeah, them you will need to write forever. Them. Until you retire, obviously, but, you know. Um... um Creative writing sometimes and cool. if, if you're and good that at kind it, of thing, yeah. Yeah. it can be fun to write, and yeah. depending on where it, you really you don't go even into really it. need to be good at it. You just yeah, it's just fun. Mm. Yeah. Um, what are some of the negatives, Jono? Uh, book studies and that kind of thing. So like book studies, poem studies, all of that. Analysis. <laughs> Man, it's just so bad. I th- I don't think I've actually ever read. One of the books that I've been given to read for a book study. Mm, and um, enjoyed it. Enjoyed yeah. reading it. Nah. Uh, to be fair, though, in I've, I've always always gotten bad books for book studies. Like, Of Mice and Men, which I've done twice. And mm. to be fair, Of Mice and Men is a really good book, and I'd recommend reading it. It is? It, it's oh, a good book. Cool. It covers, like, some really, really interesting topics. But I wouldn't recommend... Oh, yeah. I hate doing it for school. And mm. 1984, uh, I just didn't like that book in general. Yeah. Um, some of the other classes got, like, really interesting books to do, but no. Yeah. Our class got 1984 by George Orwell. We got a great Gatsby, which... Uh, I mean... Better than 1984. Right, I guess, yeah. But the movie was alright. The book was... Oh, I just... It was boring, to be honest. It's just sort of like... Meh. You got like three pages in, and you're sort of like, oh, oh, that's cool. Do I, do I need to keep reading this? Yeah. Do I just put it down. Mm. Then everyone dies, and I, I think that's his attempt to make it interesting, but it, <laughs> it doesn't really work. To all the creative writers out there, if everyone dies, make it interesting. Jono mm-hmm. would love to read a book where everyone dies, and he finds it entertaining. Yes. It's entertaining deaths. That would be great. Like super dramatic deaths. Like, I've always want. I've always thought the best way to die would be to have a jetpack and fly it into something. Into the sun. Yes, or into a building and have it explode and the building just collapse. That would be the awesome. And and play that in slow motion. <laughs> Coolest mm. death ever. Another thing that I've actually heard come up a lot is. Uh, teachers will often say, you can't do this last minute. 
often mm. talking about writing essays. Yeah. And yet, the tests, you have an hour to two hours to write the very same essay. Yeah. It's like, hey, guys, don't worry, you can't do this last minute. But, hey, don't worry, when it comes to a test, you have to. Yeah. So it's kind of... Yeah. kind of makes sense to leave a last minute as practice for the tests. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) There you go, guys. Uh, Test, practice, leave every essay to the last minute. (laughs) More English tips, keep on listening. Yeah. And now for the weekly news. Over to Jono for the announcements. Thank you, Connor. The new physics building is being built on top of the old location. We have recently received information from an insider that there have been no more than 34.26 casualties during the past couple of minutes that construction has been underway. However, we have been assured that it has nothing, absolutely nothing, to do with the highly radioactive and corrosive acid that the chemistry teachers utilised in last week's prank. How can you have 0.26 of a casualty, Jono? Well, obviously, 0.26 of him has died, while the other 74% of his body is fine-ish. That's good to hear, Jono. But, in more important news, it's Steve-O, the janitor's birthday today. Happy birthday to you, Steve-O. Oh, what a legend. You know, the thing with English teachers is, um, they're just... They... They're kind of weird sometimes. They overanalyze things. They just overcomplicate things. It's just really annoying. I'm thinking specifically of the curtains are blue analogy. I don't know how many people have heard this, but um, basically, the there's an author and in his book he's talking about. So he's there's he's describing a room and he says the curtains are blue. So what your English teacher reads and what your English teacher sees is, is the curtains are blue and that represents deep sorrow from the character and shows that he's sad what the author probably meant in that is the curtains were were blue or it was signifying maybe the ocean or something simple ocean or sky Mm. not like sorrow and heartbrokenness and and like depression yeah like I think maybe something like where they came from or something is probably the limit of where the author would go, but definitely not an English teacher. Mm. You know? I don't know. I'm probably overcomplicating it right now, to be honest. To be fair, though, you can get some really good English teachers, and I have had mm. some in the past. Yeah, definitely. The English teachers are just, like, are fun and enjoyable and make a lot of sense. Mm. I, I really enjoy uh, English when I've got a good English teacher. Like, I remember at my old school... Um, both of my English teachers, I was there for two years, both of my English teachers were, they were just the best. It was so fun. And, yeah, it was was great. I switched to a school halfway through the schooling year, and um, I got put into the class with one of my mates because, like, I knew him, so they thought it would be good to, you know, throw me in with someone else, someone that I knew. And uh, I had an English teacher, and he was the bomb. He was one of the best English teachers I have ever had. It's pretty sick. Yeah. You, yeah. Get, you get good teachers every now and then. Mm. But analysing? Yeah, no. Nah. It just it gets too much. Another thing that some English teachers can do is talk and talk and mm. talk 
and talk and talk and talk and talk yeah. and talk. And you just want to get some work done. Like, mm-hmm. for once, you want to come into class and just knuckle down and get work done. But and your English just teacher's sit. just talking for a solid 45 minutes. They're just sort of standing there, and then they talk. And say you have a 45-minute lesson, they'll talk for 40 minutes, and they say, okay, right, and... Uh, anything, what if- anything you don't get done... Do it yeah. for homework. And, you <laughs> and you've got, like, 15 questions that they didn't even tell you about at the beginning of the class. Like, well, too, like, and they say, too bad, you should have gone and looked for them. And it's like, uh, I'm sorry, what? It's, I find you that it's rather specific. Go. I find it's rather specifically English teachers that tend to do that, too. Some, some other teachers do, but I think English teachers tend to just talk a lot. Mm, yeah. Still, having said, I have... I have a couple of times asked my English teachers like questions to with the sole purpose of delaying the class <laughs> so that like I could get the entire class in on a discussion so that we didn't have to do the work set. In that case, your English teacher's ability to talk is a lifesaver. Yes. It's, it's great. So but um yeah. 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 We're going to cut this halfway through this and now for sport. We are now going live to Connor, who's at the school swimming carnival. Thank you, Jono. The pool is red. This has absolutely nothing, I repeat, nothing to do with the crocodiles that the grade 12s released into the pool as part of the traditional end-of-year pranks. We have been told by the school to remind everyone that swimming is mandatory. But look on the bright side here, ladies and gentlemen. The crocodiles will make you swim faster, and you might actually achieve a PB. Back to you, Jono, in the studio. Thank you for that uplifting report, Connor. Uh, so, uh, part of the thing with English is uh, it's very different at different schools, you know? Mm. So, like, I find with some schools, it's pretty good. With other ones, it's just utter... Trash. Yes. Um, for example, uh, my last school... I really enjoyed English. It was fun. They had good teachers. It was overall a pretty good subject. Um, school before that, and to be honest, the school I'm going to at the moment, it's it's pretty bad. <laughs> um, yeah, it's yeah. There's a, there's a big difference in schools. Like, mm. I think it's kind of got something to do with. I think it, with it's with English. I think it's less what they're teaching, and it's more who is teaching it. Because if you've got a good teacher, they're going to teach you better, and they're going to teach you more. It's also got stuff to do with the curriculum as well. Yeah, but I find that it's not as much to do with the curriculum as something like maths or physics or something. Mm. Like. Yeah, the teacher will teach you differently, and if you've got good teachers. You're going to learn more, and you're going to learn how to do things better with English, and it, yeah. Um, so I think that's a bit of an issue, to be honest, but it's not really a Particularly if you're issue. jumping between schools, mm-hmm. like you might be learning one thing in English and another. Can you give us an example, Jono? Um, so, for example, uh, I was going to a school, and we were learning about how to write um, narratives and stories and stuff. And then I jumped to another school and we were learning about 
uh, what do we call it, persuasive essays and orals and that kind of thing. And it was, yeah, it wasn't great. Mm. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Um, shut up, Chana. Now I'm on my phone. <laughs> you just um, sort of stare at your phone. Mm, yes, interesting. Jono's, uh, go away. Jono's uh, English isn't the best. As someone pointed out, and I'm trying to find oh my God, who it what? was that commented this. But as someone commented uh, and picked up very well. What did I do? Uh, at the beginning of last show, Jono started off with what I called, and I, I admit I'm guilty as well. Jono started off with what I called a metaphor. And as someone pointed out, uh. thank you, you know who you are. That was not a metaphor, it was a simile. School is like, not school is. Shut up. <laughs> I don't care. And now for the weather. Over to Jono for the details. Okay, thank you, Connor. So, we have a flash flooding warning for anyone in the English building. While, whilst in the mass building, there has been a drought. Anyone taking water into the maths building, be warned, it will turn into sand. Some of, some of you may be wondering, how is it possible that the English buildings are floody? Well, that is simple. The English teachers have bored everyone to tears and then denied them from leaving. Do I have to tell you guys all the answers? I thought you would be mature enough to work them out for yourself. Thank you, Jono. However, Honestly. there's no need for that sort of sass. Jono, how much of what you've learned in English have you used in real life? Well, I mean, I've used the sort of the essay writing stuff for essay writing because you need to write essays in life. See, I'd find it rather useful if we learn in English how to write a resume. I reckon that'd be useful. Mm. It'd be interesting too. Yeah. Actually, no, I wouldn't. Teachers would find somewhere yeah. to make it boring. Um, yeah, I wish I had been taught how to write a resume. I wish you'd been taught how to pronounce resume. Resume. That's the one. Yeah. Um, but. We have someone in the room currently <laughs> doing some sort of exotic <laughs> dance. It's a, um interpretive dance. Yeah, wish I we. Bleep over school name again. Wow. Oh, okay. Um, but I wish wish we had a camera to record that. It would have been beautiful. Anyways, I find that our oral, like the, the the fact that we actually do public speaking, is useful. But knowing how <laughs> yeah. knowing how to speak in front of a group of people is useful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Certain people need to improve on that. Yeah. Shut up. Everyone's making too much noise now. <laughs> This is a problem. I'm just getting annoyed. I am, because I'm trying to speak and people are interrupting yep. me. Anyways. Yeah. I think we might cut to the outro here. Thanks for listening. You've been watch, listening to the J&C show. School in a nutshell. We hope you enjoyed. Breaking news. Over to Jono for the details. Alright, so I am here on the scene. So... Earlier this morning, Kyle was... Well, actually, only recently, but, yeah. Kyle was walking 
to maths, right? When a tree fell on top of him. Oddly enough, there are and haven't been there aren't and haven't been any trees on the school grounds for roughly a millennia, which has led forensic scientists to investigate the wait a minute, never mind, they're walking away. Oh well. Also, has anyone seen where the tree went? Hasn't been reported here, Jono. Okay. Well, it seems the tree has disappeared. Oh, well. Rip Rip Kyle. We all feel very sorry for Kyle. But, on the bright side, this episode is now over. So, thank you for listening. Yeah. And we hope that sometime soon, Jono will be able to improve his English skills. (laughs)